Hi, we are Isabel and Victoria from Seed to Harvest Ventures. We're a pre-seed and seed stage fund that invests in women-identified founders of color building software-enabled companies. We are product and design operators turned emerging managers, and we're sharing our experience with our first fund. Hi, Victoria. Hello. Um, I am excited to do our chat today of live convo speed round questions. <laughs> well, it's like some speed round, but more um, kind of inspiration for this conversation is last night, I was, it's New York Tech Week. Um, I am going to two events because too many people, too many events, can't do it. But anyway, um, I went to one last night by the Hustle Fund, um, and what was interesting um, I was telling people about what I do, what we do, and all of a sudden they were like asking me tons of questions. But one that I thought was really interesting that we haven't really talked about yet is like two big things were like one, like kind of what's, we have our classic thesis as a fund, which is, you know, invest in women of color, building software companies, and we are industry agnostic, but we like, you know, focus on a couple of key areas like wealth generation and like uh, technology built for women and marketplace and B2B. But what I realized, like kind of a common thread as I started talking to them, and I've been thinking about this for the last like 48 hours, um, so this is a fresh thought, but really is like this idea that we're kind of investing a lot in infrastructure, um, like mm -hmm. infrastructure of businesses, infrastructures of different like nascent markets is kind of been the thread of the things that we're interested in and that we're investing in. Um, but then the other question I got was really around like, what do we see in the market um, that we think is like missing? Um, and so I'm really interested in your answer to that and exploring kind of my thoughts around it because I was kind of going off the cuff, um, but I would definitely love to talk. So we haven't really talked about yet kind of the, the through line um, yeah. with our investments so far and like kind of what we're interested in. Yes, I love this. This is going to be great. We just kind of like brainstorm, chat it out. Um, yeah. Do you want to do reflections real quick? Yeah, let's do or... reflections real quick. Okay, great. Yeah. Tell me about something that was hard last in the last week. Um, hard. Oh, the hard thing I did this morning, uh, sending out a friends and family email to like I haven't even sent it to everyone I know. I sent so like hard. maybe twenty people. Yeah. And I, like I literally was cringing. I was like, oh, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this so much. Um, but like. You know, we're fundraising. We're trying to do our first closes, like, by the end of the year, by Thanksgiving specifically. And it's just, like, we're kind of on, like, as you talked about, we're kind of, like, on this, like, wave. And we just got to, like, get it out there as much as possible. So yep. I cringe and then I push send. Oh, it's so cringy. It's so cringy. But it's good. I think at least mentally you have it, like, checked off. Like, no stone left unturned, you know? Yes, yes. So, I got a couple more stones, you. but yes. Yeah, I, I know. There's always more, but it's, yeah. it's great that you did that. What's one yeah. thing that you are proud of? Um, I am proud of... I know this isn't, like, technically true, um, but, like, yesterday we talked to someone who we met before, and, like, you were on the flight, so I talked to her by myself. And it's funny, right before... I was, like, fine with it until right before, and then I was like, oh, wait we are asking for money. I should really, I was like, I'm doing this for myself, but, but I ended up asking her, she said no. And it was a very nice no. Cause she's like over allocated at the moment. Um, but like, I was just like, I didn't die. I asked, yeah. I didn't die. And it's like one thing to ask like institutions. Cause you're just like, 
sometimes, I mean, this isn't really your money, and, like, but, like, when you're asking someone for, like, the money they earn, especially, like, a black woman, you're just, like, uh, like, I was just, like, oh, I don't know what to disappoint you, but, like, also, I really want you to do this. Um, totally. But, yeah, so it was just, like, proud of myself for just making the ask, and since I'll be making the ask very frequently over the next, like, two weeks with, like, this kind of this last ditch in terms of um, conferences and stuff, I, it's, it was good practice. Yes. That's awesome. I'm, I'm yep. proud of you for doing all of that too. That's Thank really you. hard. Okay. Your turn. So what okay. are you, what was your hard thing this week? My hard thing this week has been keeping up my energy. Like I feel like we're in such an exciting spot. Yeah, And it's been a really big push to get here. And I am like, ta- I'm not tapping out. I'm just like, exhausted, dude. I, I, yeah, I feel like this week, like the email, I don't know that I'll feel on top of it. You know what I mean? So I'm just trying yeah. to like embrace it. And if you, you trust that you'll flag anything that I need to be on top of. But the last couple of weeks have been like such a big push to do our events. And I was like riding this huge high. And then it's like, it's like all gas, no brakes, you know, it's yeah. like, great. We've got to now we've like created this wave, like you said, this momentum. And now we've got to like actually ride it. Yes. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> it's kind of like me mentally just being like, cool. Like, how do I preserve my energy a little bit? When yeah. we charge a little bit to go into yeah. the next couple of weeks and just like marathon, not a race. And I feel like I was racing the last two weeks. Yes. So it's just kind of like, I mean, I feel like it's really my first like experience with the fund and what we've been doing, like feeling this way. And I, yeah. like I said, it's so exciting, but it's also like, wow, like I, that took a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like a mess you right now. Two back to back in different cities is like hard. I know, but also like I'm so glad we did that. And I mean, I'll just roll into what I'm proud of. It's like, yeah, we did our first two events. We like, I just felt like LA was so special, and I don't yeah. know why. I mean, I do know why. I guess I have a hard time articulating it. It's just like I had such a like I still have such a wonderful feeling coming off of that event and I think it's because we had friends there and we were hanging we got to hang out with friends we had like amazing support like I just felt the love yeah and was like so proud that like even if that's something that we do once I'm so glad we were able to like get that group together and like have the conversations that we had and like I feel like the founders and just everyone that we met left the event being like that was awesome so yeah I'm like so proud of that and I love that you pushed us to get that going um, because I feel like we have so many learnings and things that we can take away for next year. Yeah, I think so too. But the timing couldn't have been better. Yeah. I mean, we're also crazy people. We should, we should have been. For real. My husband was like, I need you to know that you are insane right now. He was like, (laughs) you sold me. You sold me on this. Because you make your schedule and have time for the family. And he's like, you are crazy right now. <laughs> he's like, like, whatever I don't... do you mean? I know. And he was like, I'm British. this isn't a work thing. This is a you thing. He's like, I think this is just you. I'm like, don't call me out like that. 
Um, like this is fine. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. I know. So and then we we do realize our crazy. Like I remember realizing our crazy in LA. Like right before the the panel happy hour started, I was like, oh, this is a crazy thing to do. But we're here now, and it'll be great. So yeah, like we're just doing it. But that's what I love too. Like I honestly too, and this is something. Let's tie it back to other emerging managers. It's like the event thing was so cool because I feel like it's there's not a lot of finality in what we do. Stuff is yeah. ongoing. Relationships yes. are ongoing. Everything yeah. is just ongoing, ongoing. And so you're raising funds until somebody gives you the money. Yeah. And even then you're still raising and you're yeah. managing relationships and like yeah. this stuff doesn't it never ends. And so like having something that had like a distinct end that was tangible, that we could see, like, it was just, it reminded me of when we would do projects together when we worked together. Like, yeah. it was just really cool. Like, it shipped, you know? Like, yeah. we, had, we did a thing. And so it's nice. That was, like, such a great boost to, like, see something from beginning to end in this, like, crazy VC world. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually a really good point, to have that finality. And, like, it also, too, it really felt like our event, like, obviously it was our event, but I think with the support of, like, our friends in LA, but totally. also, like, the VC community we started to build in LA, and, like, meeting a bunch of new founders that we that we never met, but, like, you know, really vibed with us. Yeah. Actually, my favorite was the one founder who went to both the Oakland event and the LA event. I, was I like, know. You're my favorite. You're my favorite. You She's win. the best. I know. She's so cool. It was, like, so cool to see that. And, like, to your point, we had... We met with over 50 founders in two weeks, like in person. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking That's wild. That is bananas. <laughs> Cuckoo bananas is one of my Cuckoo bananas. Yes, yes, exactly. Just, yes. yeah. So, okay. I'm glad that we are on this side of it and that mm-hmm. it is done. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to talk about these questions that you were posed. I know. Because this is stuff that like, I don't know that I've reflected a lot on this. So we're going to, we're just going to jam. Well, so yeah. So the first one is interesting because literally the night before, because now my crazy brain does this thing where every night I try to meditate for 10 minutes and journal before I go to bed, at least during the week. Mm-hmm. But what happens is to kind of calm my brain down. But what happens is I calm down and then I lay down and then my brain goes, Ooh, idea. Ooh, another idea. And I'm like, cool, cool. Great. Um, and something that came to mind is like this idea. So last night at this event, I got asked like, okay, like, you know, like what's, you know, where are you guys really focusing? Where are you investing in? And I kind of gave our standard answer, but then I was like, well, something that's come up in my head recently, is just this idea that I think we're really investing in infrastructure. Like we both really like, and then I did this thing where I'm pretty sure I confused them, but it doesn't matter. Um, I was, <laughs> uh, there's a Stacey Abrams article that I read that talks about how she like turned around uh, like like under like non-white to- like voter turnout in Georgia um, for 2018 midterms. And something she said that was so interesting, people kept being like, oh, Stacey, you saved, you know, Georgia. She was like, first off, I didn't. It was a team effort. Here are all the amazing women who did this. Also, it didn't happen in a day. This has been like a decades-long thing. And two, she was like, I'm a platform. This is not a one-person one effort. Like, I'm a platform, and that's how I think about myself. And it's like, I want to be able to leave this and not, and not all depend on me. Yeah. But like, I want to make sure the infrastructure is there so everyone can tap into it, and this continues. And so, like, when I think about kind of some of the stuff that we've invested in, 
it has that same feel to me of like really thinking about how do you, without talking about our exact founders, but like and what we're investing in, the particular investments, but it's like, like, I think we're really interested in companies that are figuring out how do you insert yourself into an industry in a way that like you are, you can partner with a lot of people. And it's not so much of a, like a, I think of a very like colonious, like take, take down empire thing or like yeah. an Amazon style where you just take over everything, but it's like, how are you a partner to everyone? Uh, yeah, it's like not colonizing. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought, no, actually, I was, I'm going to go. I was just like talking to someone and I said, no, sorry about that. Um, sorry, Isabel. No, you're fine. Um, <laughs> it's actually really interesting that you say that because what we have talked about is that's kind of our approach as well, just in general with how we've started the fund. So how do we yeah. plug in to existing infrastructure and like partner with people in an ecosystem rather than like, I don't know. I feel like the traditional, like even just like lingo is like dominate the market, get out yeah. there. It's just very yeah. like, it's very colonial. I mean, yeah. for lack of a better description, it's like, get in dominate take over own all of that yeah. and like those things yes are true and I guess like a market setting but there's other ways and yeah. it is interesting to see that parallel then because that is something that we practice and yeah. that I think it's we're naturally that language is super violent Absolutely. I think that's why we both don't like it <laughs> well totally and like so much of the language and this, we could spend a whole other podcast on this but so much language intact is violent like yeah. we have a like um like post-mortems like <laughs> war rooms yeah. like it really is super like aggressive yeah it's like um, none, of you, none of you nerds have been to war shut up like yeah and it's like it gives this like false I would say like importance to putting the work above everything else you know yeah and so I think it's natural that we've gravitated and even like some of the companies that we've we've liked and I think are wanting to move forward with like that is a common theme it's like how are you fixing something that's broken that already like has an infrastructure yeah or how are you creating new infrastructure for things that just don't work well yeah yeah, and I think what's interesting about that too, particularly like around our like focus on ones of color, I was, I was um, listening to this like yoga. I was doing a yoga class. I'm not saying listen to a yoga class. Doing a yoga class, and this woman, she's a white woman, talking about like basically making yourself uncomfortable and getting in the habit of making yourself uncomfortable. And I thought that was interesting. Because often when she says stuff, I think she has a point, but I kind of have to reword it. Because I was like, mm-hmm. as a black woman, you're always yeah, fucking uncomfortable. you're always uncomfortable. That's <laughs> I'm like, exactly what you're like, Bitch, I don't need help being uncomfortable. But I think what like I translated to right is like teaching yourself to find places of safety and figuring out what discomfort is actually growth versus yes. just like that was just negative towards you. But I was like, the par- part of what I really love about investing in women of color is like. I feel like when you have people building companies with that different perspective, they built that into the language and the way that they think about things. So like, yes. I, I don't know if this for certain, but right. I'm imagining if it was like a black yoga teacher 
or like a Latinx yoga teacher, she would be like, she would say something like that. It's like, this is a place of like, you know, yoga is a place where you can like play with discomfort in a place that's safe yeah. instead of a place, you know, where like you're always, you know? And so like, so what I think is like a lot of the, the people we're funding are wanting to fund um, really like are, are looking at things from different angles and building infrastructure that's like more, I hate, Inclusive usually means yeah. like very, you know, people throw that word around, but it's like actually not, in, that actually addresses the majority of users and actually creates bigger target markets. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's something that's like so central. One, I'm like happy that we're actually even able to connect this thread, I think with like the companies that we've been evaluating, because it is so central to our long-term vision, which is just yeah. like, Right now, we don't see these types of companies being built, especially mm -hmm. at the rate that we project that they will need to be in yeah. the next 10 years. Like no yeah. one is actually articulating this and doing this with intention. Yeah. And so like, and that's what we want to do. That's what we're selling and preaching for lack yeah. of a better word when we fundraise and when we're talking to people and what we're trying to get people excited. And it's like, I mean, this feels like the thing to double down on. And I'm glad we're able to like, one, we know these companies exist. We know these founders yeah. exist. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's just a matter of like, it's not just a matter of, I think it's the fact that we can like articulate it as our vision and like start to see that actually happening is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is, it's different and it's what we feel has been missing from both of our experiences in tech and like yeah. it does feel really true to like that's what's so awesome about being a VC is like we get to be really intentional about building and cultivating the ecosystem that we would want to work in as well you know yeah and like that kind of segues into the other question that I got asked which is like what are some interesting like what are some holes in the market that you see right now mm. and I got this question asked by both the general group but as well as a woman who's like um, kind of moving on from her first company that, or this is actually her second company that she founded. And it was funny too, because she was like, I'm like, I'm thinking about just going to work in like a big or starter company. And then everyone left and she was like, okay, I'm already thinking about my next company. I was like, yeah, dude, you're not going to go work at like a big company. I was like, also like, you don't necessarily have to. There's a no. whole conversation about imposter syndrome that like we can again, have a whole nother conversation about. But what was interesting is she was talking about like AI and like, if I see any specific like holes in market AI, um, and I was like, what? Well, that's not a big area we play in. Um, but like, I do, you know, I've worked with a lot of machine learning in the past, and I was saying like, what I, what I've been disappointed in largely with a lot of AI ML is that it's basically like, either pretty surface level, mm -hmm. um, or just like we can do this thing. I don't know what for, but we can do it. And it's like not really solving a specific problem. And so I'm interested to see like where that goes. Um, but I'm really curious about your thoughts. Um, Cause I, I think I talked about like web three. I, I thought, I think I talked about like blockchain. I was like, I'm really excited for it to be used outside of crypto. Like, I think it's just like overused only for crypto. And I'm really curious about the other applications. Like, I think mm -hmm. that technology is really interesting, but like crypto itself, I'm like, eh, whatever. Agreed. So on the AI point, 
this is something that like I feel like AI gets thrown around so much and that's a buzzword that a lot of founders use but don't have here's what I don't see a lot of it in practice and even if like fully grown or it's not even necessary to what they're doing yes they could do what they're doing without using AI yeah yeah where it's (laughs) like and then we'll have AI and it's like you don't need that but also when folks like do have it I mean I saw this when we worked at Hustle like you're just scratching the surface of what you can do and the the likelihood of it even getting funded is slim to none like it's like I want to see a company use it and use it well Uh full stop like I just don't see that very often and I love machine learning and like the potential of AI and I just like I don't think people are using it in an innovative way and I think there's I mean there's almost like a it's not a funnel but there is a problem because I like people aren't getting the data they need to do the cool stuff and so it's like getting the data in is the biggest hurdle that I don't think a lot of people really think through especially non-technical founders and even technical co-founders who like who may not have done this before if you've only done it theoretically like it is just so much more than we'll get this model and train it like with (laughs) what people don't want to give you information so that's the piece where I think folks then have to over-index on getting really clever um, with getting that data, and then they lose yeah. sight of the data piece. I'd say other stuff that I'm seeing, the community marketplace stuff. <laughs> like, it's just, you I love cannot, the marketplace? I don't. I can't get I away from them. I know. But, well, here's, what, here's the thing. is like, again, I want to see more companies doing this well, or at least founders having the self-awareness of, like, starting from zero and building a community and I think a lot of people want community and that's something that we've seen but I don't think community equals marketplace so I'd really love to start seeing like ways to build community that maybe aren't marketplaces yeah I don't know I just feel like there's something there that like right now it's equated in a weird way or like we see it I see it like just associated a lot um but marketplaces are huge but I again it's just like in terms of I think the consumer market is getting oversaturated with them and so that's why there's so many communities right now right and that's why I'm a little I'm not turned off but I'm I think a little more um like I have a it takes more to sell me on it It, you know it's kind of like we were talking about the other day too it's like you can't scale a community like you scale users for a product. Yeah. Like community doesn't scale the same way, but it's kind of being funded sometimes and being like talked about as if it scales the same way. Yeah, exactly. Um, the other thing I'm seeing is retail. Retail is huge. I think there's a huge shift. I mean, not only from the pandemic, so much has gone like, e- <laughs> not talking about this, like it's new. E-commerce isn't new. But there's a, there's Have a you just heard about e-commerce? Yeah. Have you heard about online shopping? There is a, <laughs> there's a shift happening. And I don't know that I'm like on top of it enough to fully articulate this. But I'm yeah. seeing a shift with like, I mean, c- several companies that we've talked to. We've even reached out to other like funds in the retail yeah. space to try and learn more. So it's like there's definitely something shifting and like, 
I don't want to say a power grab, but there's definitely a rush to address the changing shifts in retail right now and shopping. Yeah. Well, because um, I think no one really knows what's going to happen because it's like retail has been dying for like a decade yeah. or more. And like, it's like it's online that, publish. It's like publishing. Yeah. And it's like, it's also, it's dying, but you know, people. Totally. Oh, I lost you. And so everyone's trying to figure out, like, well, how do we tap into this thing? Because people are still spending money on stuff. But, like, what? how do we get them to spend money? And it's no longer. My favorite thing is, like, it's basically just, like, that fun. You know how they say, like, fashion is, like, circular. So every, like, 10 or 20 years, the same fashion comes back up. I feel yeah. like the same thing is happening with retail where it's, like, you know, it's, like, all online. Don't have a physical store. Now they're, like, actually, you should have a physical store. <laughs> like, now that you bitch. have an online store. <laughs> get a physical one yeah <laughs> so it's like it's kind of well, circular but I think it's because everyone's trying to figure out like what actually is the thing and I, and like what I'm actually interested in is I don't think there is just one thing anymore I think I it's agree. like but but considering like who you are what your brand represents and like who you're going after you might have different options yeah 100 mm-hmm. percent um the other thing I don't know this isn't really something in the market. I just am excited that we are getting some B2B companies. I know. We love B2B. I know. I love it so much. I just love seeing new stuff in B2B. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm quick questioning why. I'm Because so it's useful it. and we see so much useless crap that we're like, That's this is true. useful. That's what it is. <laughs> it is useful. And I just like love, I love a good use. I love a good problem that's being solved. <laughs> well, I think that's what's difficult and what, why I think that I'm like why I like that we do include consumer is because I mm-hmm. think we take a really critical eye to it like mm-hmm. we would to B2B yeah. and so it holds it to a different standard like the yeah. consumer companies that we are interested in and have met founders in like we see it on a different level you know and treat yeah. it on a different level and I think that like I'm high hypothesizing that this is like <laughs> the right thing to do you know in, yeah. in terms of evaluating yeah and I think there's something else that like I is popping up in my head a lot but I haven't articulated very well it comes up a lot actually when I would like advise founders and I talked I talk a lot about like you know we always talk about as product people like you go after the prop, like the really big pain point for people. Like, what is that big pain point problem statement? So something I, I forgot that I used to tell people that one of the founders that work with brought up to me. I was like, I said that? Cool. Um, is that like, I really think that great companies as you, as they build, they tap more and more into that big emotional need. And so like, I yeah. think great companies are already like, even at the beginning are solving an emotional need, but it's tied to a very functional need but they expand by going deeper and deeper into the emotional like job to be done or problem statement that all their users like have in common. And this came up to me because like, I was like, (laughs) I I was talking to a founder last night and I was like, yeah, I I love Red the Runway. Anyone who knows me knows shout out to Red the Runway. And I was talking to them about how like I saw, and I can't remember what the ad was, but I was on the subway and I saw this ad. 
And it was something about like, you don't need a closet anymore. You have like, you have Rent the Runway. And I was like, that's stupid. Like I, blah, blah, blah. That is not like what I think about Rent the Runway. And then I was like, actually, yeah, I don't buy clothes anymore. I just rotate out Rent the Runway. And I was like, they're exactly right. They know my heart and I hate them for it. It's like they know you too well. It's like when Netflix recommends a movie, they're like 100% match. You're going to love this. And I'm like, you don't know me that well Netflix and then I'll wait six months to watch it and then I love it you "You know me fuck you yes you got me exactly you got me bitch but I think like I really am curious about founders who have tapped into that emotional need and I think that's what we're looking for in the consumer level like yeah not well that's where we've gravitated I mean the founders that we've talked to that we get really excited about yeah have like they, a strong emotional tie like they yeah. they can represent that really well yeah and I think it's so funny to talk about that as women who are fund managers who invest in women because like you know men love tying emotions to women um even though men are usually more emotional but that's a whole another conversation um but like all human beings are emotional like we all make emotional decisions like as much as people want to talk about data influencing their decisions but like, there's all these data out there about everything from diversity to investing in women to like all this shit that people still don't do, regardless of the data, because people make emotional decisions. Yeah. And what I think is interesting is like, as a founder, being really to tap into that and tap into the way that's not necessarily exploitative, but that like creates synergy. It's like complimentary. I'm about to say fucking synergy, dude. I know. I'm gonna I, just, say it. I just stopped you. I just I cut you off with saying <laughs> synergy with the, with the creepy hands. But like, you know, like saying synergy between like that emotional need of that end user and consumer or the buyer, if you're B2B, marrying that emotional need with what your business offers them, but in a way that's like symbiotic instead of like exploitative. Yeah, That's like our, our North Star. And I think we like gravitate toward founders who like think about it that way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I want to be conscious of your time. I think you got to go. Um, yeah. I'm going to breeze through that. our weekly win, um, which was the I event. I think I, we can go. Over okay. There. Okay. Um, I'd say our event was a huge win yeah, last week. Um, oh, also we got to like. Um, a response from a cold email. Oh, they yeah. Like, hey. And they were like, and, yeah, sure, let's meet. And someone, we had our first inbound. What do you mean? From. Oh, yes. Yes, we did. I yeah. we're like, we can't say names, so we're just going to. I know. <laughs> I just stopped. I was like, I hope you can think about this. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, right. We so. did. Great week. We had a big week. This was a big week. I don't want to forget our wins. I don't know. I've just been overwhelmed this week and not remembering these things as much as I need to. Um, Okay. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Fund managers, we'd love to meet you. Follow us on LinkedIn. We're Seed to Harvest Ventures. And also feel free to say hi, share feedback, let us know. If you want to be a guest, you can reach us at hello at seedtoharvestvs.com. Okay. Okay. Go team. Okay. Get your nails done. We did it. Good job. Oh, good. This was a great episode. Can't wait to pump this one hard. This was great. Yeah, this one will be this will be good. I'll let you know when it's up. Okay. Sounds good. Bye boo. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.